Welcome to Highly Political, a podcast where two passionate ladies smoke weed, talk politics, laugh, and sometimes cry, with special guests from the world of comedy, cannabis, and politics. We haven't worked on Capitol Hill, but that's okay. We're paying attention, and so should you. We want you to be informed, like little democracy angels. So pack your bowl, grab some snacks, and let's get into it. And remember, when they go low, we get high. Today we're smoking gelato cake, an indica-dominant strain known to increase appetite and great for relieving pain and stress, a favorite among medical patients and us. Lauren Yoshiko, co-host of the Broccoli Talk podcast and author of The Broccoli Report, joins us, and we have a lot to talk about. Georgia officially brings back Jim Crow laws, New York is about to legalize, and Biden is no friend to cannabis in the workplace. Money proves to be truly a concept with this infrastructure bill, and little Nas X might fuck Caitlin Bennett's dad. All right, T and Lauren, light it up. Hello. Oh God, I didn't know I needed to have it packed. I need to like clear my bowl. I have to do a whole thing. All right, T, light it up. (laughs) (laughs) Take your time, pack your bowl. We ain't going anywhere. How are you ladies doing today? Good, good. This happens to me every week. It's like, I'm going to mute. (laughs) Like coughing so ASMR. Are you ceremonial about it? Do you wait on your Mondays until recording time to smoke? I don't. I, I, basically, <laughs> I basically just smoke once a week now for this podcast. <laughs> I definitely smoke. Uh, I definitely like smoke, uh, you know, in the early morning when I first rise and then maybe like a midday puff hit and then yeah really go into it for the pod and in the evening <laughs> yeah i realized in quarantine that i am a social smoker interesting um, and not many people to do that with the past year no. so yeah like a social vibe or um a good uh i'll get high for a good horror film or a good comedy mm. flick yeah my yeah. my new roommate the other day was like oh what's your uh smoking policy i was like like weed <laughs> he's like yeah it's like oh yeah whenever wherever i don't care if i can get high well, let's go. oh my god you didn't have that conversation prior to accepting this roommate well you know what's so funny i guess i just thought it kind of like was like a given a, a given if you're gonna yeah. live with me that like i'm like i'm getting high like we're smoking here and he's That's been true. Here before as like a guest on the podcast but i guess oh okay 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 i guess that was he definitely for, like, had for the context podcast. maybe he didn't realize but um i you know i thought it was nice that he asked but it was so funny because i was just like oh yeah i mean go for it like cigarettes <laughs> no please go smoke down the block like actually i don't really care about cigarettes because not in the house but outside i wouldn't care because i grew up with smokers so it's kind of like oddly like um familiar and like comforting sometimes to smell cigarette smoke mm. um, oh, but yeah funny. I don't know the blaze and then he was smoked like a CBD THC joint and like two puffs and was like hella high and I was sitting there doing gravity bong hits <laughs> <laughs> that's very cute <laughs> but it was nice we had some nice stony talks after that uh Lauren what's how are you how's your weekend what's going any fun facts any new items on the docket New items on the docket. Definitely realizing how close 420 is. And I have like, it's definitely, I was trying to figure out a, a quippy way to phrase it. It's like Black Friday for weed writers mm. right now because every single normie publication is doing their one weed story a year next month. Uh, so they're signing all them out. And then all the regular weed publications are going triple fold on 420 coverage. So it's a really great time. I make like, 
double the money in April than I do on like the average month. Oh, wow. But I'm like wrung out. I have done like nine interviews with like women in weed because of course that's what that's what the editors want right now. And oh, yeah. uh, my mind is spinning. But at the same time, I'm a really nostalgic, like soul soulful stoner. So mm-hmm. I really love at the end of the day talking to a bunch of people who really deeply care about what they do. And it totally motivates me and reminds me why I'm here and love it very much. That sounds lovely. I can't, I mean, I can't, can't wait. They're the great people report, to interview. Y'all. I can't mean, yeah. people who have cared deeply, you guys know they're, they care deeply for a reason. They're here for a reason, despite a lot of things pushing against them. So it's always a good conversation. I can awesome. imagine. And ladies, I mean, uh, April is also earth month. Um, <laughs> so earth month. my birth month, yes. it's earth month. Oh, uh, what do you plan? What are you planning to, what are you doing to help the planet next month? Oh shit! Ladies. I haven't thought about that, Sam. I'm. Well, I'm here to I'm here to make you think about it. <laughs> Super into this new floss I found at uh, a local booty grocer that is plastic free and a little. It was like the thing hanging on the rack is the box itself, and you just like flip up the tab and it's your floss. And I was like, Ooh. I don't think I'll ever throw away a floss container again, and that felt good. I love that. Um, what uh, is the floss good? Because I use Bite toothpaste. I love you guys. Ringing endorsement. However, your floss needs oh. some re-engineering. Oh wow! The floss like, breaks in my teeth every yeah, year. Yeah, it's like ninety percent as good as Reach or whatever the classic. Mm. Right, right, right. Not what it's called. Now that I say it out I loud, think, that's a really no, weird name for. You know what's When you said that, I feel like I perfectly like envisioned a little flossing that says Reach. I think that's. But what a weird name. Yeah, like are you reaching? You gotta reach. You gotta get reach in the back. That's gross though. That is a like of that all the associations in the flossing process to assert, you right. wanna do reach. Cause that's when you're doing the really gross stuff in the back. Reach. Um, right, yeah. That's hilarious. That's really funny. Um cool. I'm I'm uh I'm gonna probably do a couple beach cleanups and um I uh I'm trying to make the transition to shampoo bars. Oh nice. So I'll give my review when they arrive because i've heard some not great things about them i'm sure it's so unique to hair and all that yeah yeah and also um oh sorry what was that oh i was i was just gonna say i have currently have no new plans but now that i've been tasked i will (laughs) because i know sam will uh not let this go so i'm gonna make sure (laughs) i have some tangible actions I'm, i'm i'm interested in your list so there will be multiple items on yeah, that list. The end of the month, I hope I can like give you like a report of great all the ways I was more sustainable in the month of April and how I plan to continue for the rest of 2021. And your life. Oh, yeah, sorry, my life. <laughs> For eternity. Also, also um, my D&D's character's soul was returned back to her body during a resurrection ceremony that was melodramatic and riveting. Oh, wow. Have you, is this a quarantine thing you've picked up with, with roommates or something? With friends. It's my favorite thing to do. And I was really upset about losing our (laughs) Grania. She's back. Yay. I've never played D&D, but it sounds fun. You could watch one day. I think I have watched. I think I've definitely observed some D&D in my day. I don't know why Mm -hmm. that sounded so like sultry. You could watch. He's like, oh, maybe I will, Sam. Maybe I will. <laughs> um, but a lot 
is going on? I got to say, um, just quickly, uh, a reminder up top before we kind of get into some some more meteor to- meteor topics might be the wrong word, but just like a lengthier, more more moving parts. But um, today, Derek Chauvin, the mm-hmm. uh, the cop murderer, or he is a cop who murdered George Floyd. Um, his his first trial day is today. Yeah, it started. Yeah, it started. My aunt called me when she was watching it. And <laughs> I like also wasn't really in the, the mood for a phone call at the time, but I still took the call and she was, it was like really heavy and she was like talking about it. And I was just like, I, I, I don't want to recount this right now. And it was just a lot, but she was saying they started the trial off by playing the full eight minute plus video of him sitting, you know, and she said it was so crazy how you could like, hear so many people and bystanders like trying to save his life being like, get off of him. And then they had like the 911 operator testify and they thought that there was like a glitch in the the thing because he was on his neck for so long. It's just, I just, anyway, yeah, it's just, I just yeah. thought should happen. And I'm, I believe the jury, like apparently jurors, I don't know, like they were, I don't know if it was like secret interview, what the, what the vibe was, but a lot of them said they hadn't seen that video. And I mean, I have, I have never watched the whole didn't watch it. thing. Yeah. Neither did yeah. I. I couldn't watch that. Neither did no, I. I mean, right, right. Uh, but yeah, that's happening today. So uh, hopefully, fool will be sent to jail. Yeah, better be fuck. It'll be a huge deal if if so. It will it will set a really new precedent too. They were talking. The Daily did an interesting job today, and yeah, got phenomenal. I mean, I just didn't realize that this was going to be fully televised. I'm shocked. I'm shocked they're letting that happen. I mean, right. I'm so glad they are. It's it's that interesting because I like true crime and it's like shocking to see how much we televised in the seventies and eighties of controversial, like how many, every fucking crime was on TV. (laughs) I'm just like, was that what you were flipping through? But, um, I am, I'm so surprised. And right now that they did that because they already know everybody's got a spotlight on them times 1000, but they were listening. They even had like the press was able to record the jury interviews when they were still doing juror selection. And they played some of that on the daily today. And it's fascinating to hear because you don't hear the jurors talk in a trial. You're only going to hear the verdict. So this episode, you're hearing like at one point, the defense of Chauvin is talking to jurors and he asks somebody, you know, how does um, how do you feel about the NFL? And the guy's (laughs) like, I don't know, I watch football. And he's like, what do you think about people kneeling during games? And he was like, I think people can do whatever they want. And football players have a huge platform. So, of course, they're going to use that to do it. They're some of the most famous people in the world. And he was so neutral, this this juror. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the guy's like, well, some people do associate it with anti-cop or anti-military messaging. How do you feel about that? And the juror's like, I think based on my understanding of the military and the police that they are serving us and protecting our rights to express ourselves how we want. I was like, oh my God, that juror, (laughs) do not let him go. Let him stay on that jury. And another person, I mean, yeah, they asked everybody, have you seen it? And some, the people who had seen the video when they were asked, do you have negative feelings towards Chauvin? They were like, yeah, I watched the video. And they were like, well, do you think you could still have an unbiased 
approach to this and they're like, I don't know. I've, I've only seen the video. So right now, no, but maybe when I see more, yes. And I was mm. like, that's really cogent. That's very, yeah. I don't know what more you could ask for literally the most famous crime against black people since Rodney King. Like right. that's what they also bring up. The, the reporter's like, this is going to be as big of a deal as Rodney King. And that like shifted. I mean, it didn't make as much change as we would have liked, but right. Right. household name, and it didn't take national marches to get it there. So yeah, I, I'm really excited at the attention on it because that actually means maybe the trial will be not a shit show and carnival. Maybe it will actually be a real, my dad is a defense attorney and my first like three jobs as a kid were working for defense attorneys mm. in a small rural town. I'm picturing with- you as like a baby lawyer, like a 10 year old. Except it was me okay. getting like, it was me thinking I'm just going to like transcribe a boring testimony of like a traffic ticket and it's actually like super intense like four interviews the night of a terrible rape and i'm like 17 just like typing out these words not processing it whatsoever but yeah oh my god your dad's like welcome to the real world you could drive a car you're gonna read this report this is 12 bucks an hour here you go kid yeah so funny but i'm yeah i'm glad it's televised um it's yeah, it's like you said, it's going to be just really interesting to kind of see what happens and the bullshit the defense tries to pull during and, it all. Uh, yeah, the, they're going to have to move towns. I mean, they are right. The defense team, I, I can't wrap my head around. I haven't looked into who the lawyers are, but. No, nor have I. Just, uh, I'm sure the, all the news channels, they'll, it'll be revealed. You'll find out without searching too, too um, deeply. Um, I think some things that, uh, like will go to court as well is, uh, in this new Georgia bill that, uh, we've talked about this blatant multiple times on the, yeah, multiple times and fucking Kemp signed it in to law. And, uh, I'm sure like there are already like lawsuits being filed, junctions being filed against, um, how it's basically the death of democracy i mean it's it's pretty ridiculous you know i don't understand how it passed i really don't i really don't it seems so blatantly against everything everyone's been talking about in the last year and well yeah uh, senator max burns a republican he uh he called the measure a well thought out bill like yeah i'm sure you republicans have been fucking thinking about this when the the demographic shifted in georgia yeah kemp said he's you know i'm proud to sign like a bill that makes it easier to vote and harder to cheat (laughs) so you can't just say things and then they're true because you said them (laughs) you know oh my god it's it's just ridiculous and did you see um that woman who like went to like knock on the door as like kemp and those other white guys were uh signing the bill uh she got arrested what uh, what so wait what, what? she said <laughs> it's okay so it is uh, so while they were in Rep session park canyon for, for yeah she was arrested for knocking on the door while governor kemp uh signed a sweeping election bill this week uh she faces charges of obstruction or obstructing law enforcement and disputing or, disru- or disrupting a general assembly session after she repeatedly knocked on the door of Kemp's office as he held a private live stream of the bill signing. Wait, wait, is she, and she's a rep? Yes. Oh my god. A black Sorry. woman. 
and she was dragged off. That's and, crazy. Yeah, arrested. I mean, it is. I mean, how? I mean, humans get used to crazy stuff quite quickly, right? And the Republicans are really taking advantage of that shift. They, um, the water they in the bill um, we've talked we talked about this. Um, I don't know if you know Lauren, but they um, are trying to make it a misdemeanor if you hand out water or food. I saw something to, about to that. people standing in line. So part of the provision um, in the bill, it says. <clears throat> No person shall solicit votes in any manner. So, so they're they're trying to push it as though if you're um, it's giving a bribe, yeah, a bribe, it's bribe. Like, oh, I'm going to give you this water. Yeah. And you have to vote. That's First insane. of all, pe- yeah. you could say whatever you want. Like, yeah, sure, I'll vote for whoever. I mean, they're not. That's not what they're doing. But yeah, and it's very um, big so government of them. Very big. Ex- 100. Yeah, yeah. Republicans love canceling shit they don't agree with. And they love big government. And um, and the, the state can come in and uh, mess with like the board of electors if they feel mm-hmm. fit, if they seem something seems unfit. Yep. So it's zero like, <laughs> separation or ethical lines it's to just, remove those. You know, it's, it's just like, how do you, can you say that a bill, it makes voting easier when it strips so many things like uh, um, it strips like absentee ballots, uh, you have to like some people have to now have like a doctor's note to prove that they deserve an absentee ballot. It uh, changes the amount of like early day voting and like Sunday voting. Oh my god! At this point, let's like petition all of our friends in Georgia to move, make such a shift that they are forced to like redo electoral votes and redo all this bullshit. Because I, I, this is just obscene that it would pass when clearly this, there's no way the majority of Georgians want this. Right. And it, and it feels like it's such a like uh, response and punishment for Georgia showing out I during know. this past election. Right. But, and uh, all the Jim Crow parallels that people are making is very true. Um, so for example, I think this was Pew Research, um, Waiting. So if uh, most neighborhoods that are ma- makeup is 90% white or more, the wait time for voting is five minutes in line. <laughs> um, but if uh, <laughs> um, black communities, it's the average is 51 minutes. Yeah. For, first of all, fuck, thank you, California. I just dropped it in my ballot into a box so it's okay yeah. well, and then i live my life yeah and it also like uh reduces the amount of drop-off ballots and drop-off boxes have to be like inside of a polling place so then they're only accessible during the hours that it's open oh my god oh you don't say it's <laughs> crazy i don't know i guess it's it just it's just really annoying that like why aren't there more laws to make it easier for people to vote you know what i mean i just I mean, I do know why, because you don't want people to vote because if everybody voted, Republicans have said time and time again, they would never win. Like, I get that. I mean, I, I understand. Right. But right. it's just like, you know, let's say, you know, everybody played by the rules. It just makes no sense that you again, that, you know, voting isn't like a national holiday or. And um, in 43 states across the country, GOP lawmakers have proposed at least 250 laws that would limit mail, early in-person and election day voting with constraints as stricter IDs, limited hours, et cetera, et cetera, according to the Brennan Center for Justice. Um, Biden made a very like old man, dad kind of joke phrase when he was talking about this bill and said it was like, he said it made Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Who the fuck Jim Eagle? 
Well, what? you know, like an eagle, <laughs> an eagle is like probably more prestigious and like than like a crow. Oh, you know, so see, it's like saying, yeah. "Oh my god, oh, that wow, is that's so funny." <laughs> the dattery I mean, just like went over. I didn't even. At least that's the funny. assumption I I made because what yes. else could Jim Eagle? It's a bird be? joke. Yeah. Right? Oh like, my god, that's like so Jim Crow's so bad, funny. but Jim Eagle, you know, Who the like, you know what? fuck <laughs> wrote that on his. Staff. I think oh, he wrote no, it. Yeah, I think nobody. he was like, "This oh, is what I'm doing." He probably I pitched wonder. it, and they're like, "Joe, no, do not say that. Do not say that, Joe." And then he got out there and just he's said, like, "This is there. what America wants." As he was running away from his like young staff, he's like, "I'm gonna say it." Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, this this bill's like totally fucked up. But I don't. Know, I think also it's so blatant that it also can inspire and fucking light the fire in people to fucking get out there and vote regardless. You know what I mean? Like Stacey ain't going anywhere. She's oh, just going to no, laugh no, no. at this shit and, you know, deliver even more next time. Um, in the past 20 years, uh, Georgia's eligible voter population has grown by 1.9 million. Wow. Um, and nearly half of this uh, increase is attributed to the growth of in states uh, black voting population. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Direct targeted of that targeted <laughs> suppression. Right, right, right. So there's this all um, unfortunately makes sense in the history and context of the American South. Yeah, they got their first, <laughs> as well like, as America, but they got their first black senator and were like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> too much you know too they, he much. lost to like an old white dude or no Purdue, that was Purdue uh, it was Purdue yeah, but, or no but, he was was he the was he kind no, of off he was Loffler yeah he was Loffler but still but yeah yeah well fuck fuck off Kemp and Republicans in Georgia so you know I, I mean I personally I'm not gonna move there yet. Who knows? But Georgia's a lovely place, my friends. Savannah is great. I love Savannah. Atlanta is obviously popping. Right, right. So move on down there. Yeah. Real estate's cheaper there, friends who are I have my friends are in California and New Jersey. Go to Georgia. I'll let you guys go first. Maybe I'll come visit. I know. All <laughs> I feel like I meet a lot of people in the weed scene here that were like, Yeah, I left Georgia because I didn't want to get arrested for weed. And they work in the weed scene up here. I love, I don't know the secret of the pipeline there and who started that, but I feel like there's a friend of a friend flow. (laughs) There's like a weed economy railroad and I like it. Right. (laughs) Well, you know what? New York is about to legalize cannabis. I know it's wild. Um, Wait, Lauren, wait, where are you based out of? Portland. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 Um, Cuomo was like, I got sexual harassment cases. Let's divert. I'm going to sign that bill. <laughs> sign nice it. try. Nice try. That's not going to help him. But I actually was on a podcast like a couple weeks ago with these guys who are in the New York, New Jersey area. And they told me that talks over there are that uh, this could maybe be a really easy way to do the first interstate commerce bill between New York and New Jersey. Oh. And if that happens, then I feel like the road is paved for New Jersey, Oregon, California, Oregon, Washington, right. California, blah, 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 which is so exciting. All these markets that are saturated and places like Detroit, they're running out of weed. <laughs> it's like $4 a gram to get very good average weed in Portland and no one's making money. Right. Yeah. There's got to be some, yeah. Yeah, that would Damn. be dope. 
And I, I actually think that's more realistic than federal legalization happening as far as like easiness, you know, all you got to do is flip a switch and make a really intense mail tracking system or shipment system because shit gets shipped and moved across shop uh, state lines every day, you know, right. <laughs> plenty of right. goods and items. I mean, it's the same I've personally thing. done it. <laughs> well, and just like fucking any, we just have to, legislators just have to wrap their heads around like this is not a literal truckload of cocaine being moved across the country right. like it's it's a truckload of very responsibly childproof sealed airtight product just like tea getting shipped across the country a little too responsibly sometimes i can't I open some of those bags are hard to fucking open not very earth friendly at all no I when i when i you- first Oh, wait, sorry, I was gonna say, especially when you like buy like the same like brand or product over and you know, again, I just hate the things that I collect. Like, God, I wish I could send this tin back into them and they could just, you know, send me something. I go into or- the same dispensary and I'll be like, I'm literally getting a refill of the same product. Can I just get an eighth in here? And some of them will be like, sorry, that's against LLCC guidelines. And that sucks because they're just following their job. Yeah. They don't want to get a fine, but yeah, because yeah. before like, you know, recreational use a lot of places you could do like stuff like that bring in your old jars and get like a discount one by me still does it i think that's good yeah some do i think so yeah i'll tell you offline which one (laughs) (laughs) um uh you know that's what i'm saying the great the great new jersey new york relationship is going to really thrive with this bill because i'm sick of people talking shit on new jersey are you like it's not Yes. Oh, it's it's a fucking good place to live. Okay, and you know what? They legalized first before they legalized first, and real estate is making it more expensive to move back home because all you fucking New Yorkers are moving into New Jersey now after the pandemic. So which state is shitty now? Oh, there you go. New York's not shitty. I love New York, but stop. I was gonna say, don't you also really? (laughs) I love New York. It's like my favorite place (laughs) in the world. Yeah. But I, I like um, but, you, know, you got a rep for New Jersey. That's that's yeah. Um, one of the uh, one of the points, uh, like the major sticking points of the bill, is that um, it's uh, dedicate forty percent of the revenue to reinvestment in communities disproportionately affected by harsh penalties for marijuana possession, which is kind of a it's 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 written into legalization bills sprinkled throughout, I believe, right? But um, I don't know how it compares to other, other states other states of that nature 40 percent um, sounds good yeah 40 percent sounds great and um it's gonna probably gonna be expensive as shit new york is a as we all know um this it's gonna be mm-hmm. set a nine percent sales tax on cannabis plus an additional four percent tax split between the county and local government and it would also impose an additional tax based on the level of thc mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the first of that kind that i'm familiar with i think that's really interesting and weird yeah it just it just makes no sense it just is gonna make tests lie Mm -hmm. or it's gonna get black markets just gonna thrive in in without interruption because people want their strong weed yeah it's dumb it's fucking lawmakers get fucking with the entire it's the entire drive of the market still and you know, you know, in California and everywhere, right. it's still people want to know what what's twenty five percent and up THC. That's what I want. Yeah, we we uh, we had a couple uh, guests from 
Nevada on a couple episodes ago. And in Nevada, it's a lot more about like terpene profile than just like THC percentage. You know, a lot of tourists that go into like Vegas and Reno, obviously are looking at THC, but like when you go and you buy flour, just even buy like a, a joint, the receipt has like a whole printout of the whole entire terpene profile of like That's the so products cool. that you bought. Yeah. Cause that has a lot more to kind of do with like the effects that you're going to feel than just way, like, way, th- way more. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. THC percentage. That's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's like, it's, and it's just, it was interesting going, cause like the receipt would be so long or the stuff they print. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I started it's like the like, whole oh. lab report. Yeah. It's really dope. Wow. And then like, like people come in asking bud tenders like, oh, what has more like mercenine or Lilinol and go Nevada. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, very um, customized experience. It, it doesn't surprise me. And uh, the, the of Vegas. Um, uh, sh- uh, before, uh, well, I mean, mm-hmm. speaking of New Jersey, I could talk about our crazy old kook of the week. Yes. It's the crazy old kook of the week. Why you gotta be so fucking crazy? So our crazy old kook of the week. I don't know if you guys have seen, well, this person is our kook, but they inspired our kook. I don't have seen that Krispy Kreme is offering like a free donut to people who've like gotten vaccinated. Oh yeah, I did see that. You know, it's like a fun novel, like novelty, you know, yeah. get a donut, get vaccinated, help push the yeah. campaign of pro-vaccination. Like they need bodies in Krispy yeah. Kreme. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think also Krispy Kreme was like saying like, hey, you should probably just only eat donuts, right? Come here every day and have a donut. But you know, a lot of people kind of are ridiculous <laughs> and um, kind of like, kind of turned it into that about like donuts aren't healthy and like blah 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 so this gym owner in new jersey um is offering free memberships to people who refuse to take the covid19 vaccine um he said in light of Krispy Kreme giving free donuts for receiving the cvd shot here are the atlas gym we are giving out free memberships for those who all don't get vaccinated um and basically said that you know, if you just take like vitamin D, zinc, work out and be in like, you know, nice environments, you're not going to get um, COVID. So <laughs> this gym run by Marianne Williamson or what? Well, this is actually ran by uh, uh, two guys who earlier in 2020 got arrested and fined because they refused to shut down their gym during lockdowns. And, sounds right. Yeah. And then they became like like Fox News like celebrities. Like they were on Fox News over like 20 times this past year and like were seen as like heroes and standing up for like the every like regular person. And um then they got there and like put these conspiracy theories that he thinks that the government was shutting down gyms because they didn't want people to be able to work out and be healthy because then there wouldn't be spikes of COVID in November or in the fall. And like the Fox News host was like, mm, oh, that's sounds like <laughs> excellent that point. True. <laughs> oh my God. I heard that story and I did not realize it was in reaction to the Krispy Kreme. That's hilarious that it's this whole engagement. I mean, this is great for Krispy Kreme. More publicity. Their campaign is really taking off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to Krispy Kreme. There's one in the valley. I'm going to go. Right now, it's in my head. I'm going to fucking go to that gym. I'm going to be vaxxed up. I'm going to wear a mask. (laughs) And I'm just going to make them lose money. You should just go with like a box, like boxes of Krispy Kremes and just like, offer them to people as they're going into the gym like hey instead of working out 
why don't you come here and have a donut with me and I'll talk to you about the <laughs> the benefits of the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> so, the most yeah. dangerous gym in, in the world. <laughs> right? These well, you know the thing is too, those people, I mean, they probably just like hate big government, even though right, fucking right. people don't understand that. But um dummies, just do your secret gym. Like so many other people who didn't get caught and still made money during mm-hmm. COVID. I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying that I I didn't go to any of them, but people did and they were yeah. and they were just low-key doing some illegal biz. <laughs> out of their garage black habit yeah black black market gym yes. <laughs> it was it's for real see this is what i'm saying yeah that's why i all i think all drugs should be legal no matter what get rid of the black market vibes get rid of nefarious business is my is my oh my god the meth guy tiana <laughs> the what did you <laughs> oh my god okay so i guess a bunch of like republican senators went down to like the rio grande to see our crisis at the border yeah yeah, yeah. like acting all tough and um steve danes from montana like got out there and was saying how like 20 years ago montana meth was homemade it was homegrown you had purity levels less than 30 percent today the meth that is uh, we're getting that's getting into montana is mexican cartel it has purities north of 95 percent far more dangerous far more addictive oh less my expensive. god that <laughs> is the worst indicator of our times yet <laughs> oh my god like first of all defending why- domestic meth recipes yeah Ex- yes With pride yeah and and like i'm sorry i don't believe that there's mexican cartel meth that's 95 percent pure <gasps> in montana first of all <laughs> yeah it might start off really in crediting their transit and distribution yeah. system yeah yeah wherever it first comes over maybe it's 95 percent by time As they I cut it, montana so and it makes it to montana funny. it's probably like 25 percent 50 oh come on God. guys but it's just i just can't imagine like seriously saying something like that and like all the like you know older white men behind him are like oh yeah mm, good point also, yeah, that's yeah. that's hilarious yeah it's very dark and very hilarious <laughs> i think i mean they, if meth was legal we wouldn't be having this problem people would just home grow it however they want brew it up oh my gosh um but what also like me- people like opioid addictions methamphetamine like you know really drugs that like actually ruin your your lot life you know are linked to many things depression uh low job numbers Mm -hmm. you know why don't you fucking focus on making your state a better place Mm -hmm. as opposed to talking about how the good old days of meth in your state how do you do cosplay at the border right (laughs) truly like susan collins was there it's so funny because it's like they're all like trying to be like in this brush and they have like just like the one like light on them and it's like all these men and then like susan collins in like a mask being like we can hear the cartel yelling at us from across the river they're yelling at us this is the exact place where they they bring over sometimes very vulnerable people but other times and most of times like drug dealers <laughs> dun, dun, dun. oh my god like someone guys- pick up their grandma someone pick yeah. up their grandparents at the border they've been abandoned <laughs> <laughs> they've been lost sos oh damn Jesus. but yeah so that's the camera what- flips at the literal coyotes <laughs> just walking around i think if a if a coyote 
the human form saw Ted Cruz, he'd do more than yell. Yeah, there was like all these jokes about like, damn, I guess Ted Cruz doesn't get get to Cancun one way or another. Oh, that's <laughs> solid. That is yeah, that solid. really made me chuckle. Some of the Twitter jokes are just so fire. They happen so quickly. They're so fire. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Why, why, why couldn't I come up with this? Um, but uh, that I mean, like that's the that the Montana thing was just what oh, man these fucking idiots. That's, I have to find that speech. Um, that's really funny. I I think I want to save our queen of the week for the end to like okay. end on a fun note. Um, even though this is like not sad or anything, but it's more like you know I just wanted to chat about. Um, biden's like three trillion build back better situation um the infrastructure bill he's presenting mm. um lauren i know i emailed you with the one 1. 1.3 trillion because i get a lot of my trillions mixed up there are a lot of trillions <laughs> on the board this yeah, year. yeah yeah um so yeah i mean this is like his his infrastructure plan um i get you know money isn't real i don't know uh, i'm an economist so i don't know how this works but i'm happy to uh to have it on the table. I mean, it's kind of like uh, all politicians, everybody wants it, but like it fucking never even happens, you know? Um, uh, Trump did not get much done, you know? His his wall wasn't even completed. Mm-hmm. So- yeah, Ted Cruz yeah, is standing I mean, in front of uh, the, the wall that was, wasn't was all the way built, like, oh, look at this, our wall. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can't stand that fucking Ted Cruz. Such a joke. Guy. But anyway, Jack. Jack. <laughs> no, I don't know enough about the elements of all that trillion. I do know that I've listened to like three podcasts on interest rates in the last couple months. And the answer is nothing makes sense anymore. And they can't explain what's going on because hmm. by all logic, sure, our interest rates should have gone up and they haven't. And it's been a year now and the market's just fucking flying on high and we could crash, but we might not. And like, that's just the vibe that economists seem to have. And maybe you have better insight than my limited. I mean, my insight, dive. you know, my insight is that I am scared. <laughs> I'm scared for something to crash. That's right. like, you know, I listen is to this some that pre-2008 moment. Is this the everyone buying a two, 12 bedroom house ninja loan thing? I know. I mean, we can't afford to currently buy a house in our neighborhood, maybe ever, but I was trying to tell my boyfriend, like, hey, those interest rates, it's might be time for you to I buy mean, a home that I will live were, in. They were sort of like, there used to be this correlation, we assumed, between debt and interest rate. And now it's like, if people operate based on assuming rates are going to stay low, there's sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy element that they stay low because we conduct themselves in a way that rates are low, like the the housing rates and the employment numbers and what you give people for a raise like those are assessed based on low interest rates and so then those things unfold and protect the interest rates from going up I don't know I don't understand it but it did really sound like nothing makes sense anymore as the big takeaway and maybe we'll have a crash and maybe there's literally no prediction like they have to fucking reassess the market after what the fuck has happened in the last 12 months. Cause they're like, obviously we don't get the stock exchange rhythms anymore. Cause some things, oh, yeah. some, some logic has been tested and I, and- so the infrastructure, I heard like some bits about how it could be, there's so many like weird local 
shit that blocks up green energy implementation if this clears away any of those blockades so that like the shit that people want to already do they can actually do with half the paperwork and half the two-year waiting process or whatever like down for that down for the roads down for the infrastructure equity like what we were talking about with even like the wait like the wait to vote five minutes versus 51 minutes we could go down the line of like road quality versus in in more uh white dominated areas versus not and like schools and libraries and like there was a whole thing in portland about building an extra library branch in this certain more lower income region and i talked to a lot of liberal people who were kind of against it because they were like the city is making this library pick up its slack at the edge of town that's why i'm not passing this bill because if they do this it's going to be their band-aid instead of putting more actual city services that are needed out there. And they're going to make the library run a daycare and an education center and a homeless shelter and all that. So yeah, those kind of things. Fuck. Yeah. If that's part of this magic money bill, but (laughs) I think it should be called Biden's magic money plan. Um, There's a lot of a Biden aid called it soft infrastructure. Um, You know, there's, there's money for earlyhood child daycare, Mm -hmm. social equity programs, which, of course, like that's the infrastructure and the fabric of what we need to do better in this country that I didn't even think of. Oh, I immediately go to roads, whatever walls that never happen, you know, right, right optic right. cables or some exactly shit. that like the hard stuff, you know, that, that the men's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and also they, the Democrats see an infrastructure package as the best way to tackle climate change and get the country to a net zero electricity emissions by 2035 by installing more electric chargers, modernizing the electric grid, incentivizing more wind and solar projects. Um, thing is, uh, this currently cannot be passed through budget reconciliation. So we need Republicans to be on board and they, mm. they just, they fucking suck. They, because the way you pay for this is you got to tax the wealthiest Americans and they would rather cut social programs because they, they don't want to, all the rich people who built, you know, built themselves up by the bootstraps to lies, you know, to pay extra taxes. Um, So, I mean, it's, it's Biden, I think, I think they wrote a Forbes article, I sent it to you, but, um, they're thinking they're going to try to separate parts of the bill and send them through budget reconciliation. That's how we um, pass the latest cares or whatever 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so we can just get that majority with Kamala. Exactly. And um, so hopefully, I mean, last year, so in 2020, the house passed a 1.5 trillion infrastructure package called the moving forward act. Um I guess I should have looked up the stats on who voted for that. I mean, because we had a, there was a Republican majority then, so I'm not 100% sure. I hope some Democrats were into it, Um, but it included 300 billion for fixing roads and bridges, transit funding um, Mm. for broadband internet, I think for school infrastructure. So, I mean, I'm wondering how those bills go hand in hand. Um, Yeah more to come but i mean that seems yeah. like a good amount good start so i'm wondering where the starting's happening um so i mean if these come to fruition like i want to believe it sounds like america would be on an excellent track 
Right. Uh, but as you mentioned, Lauren, there's so much local. I, I was listening to um, a podcast about on the short wave by NPR about the city who's doing like all electric, like uh, apartments that were eco-friendly mm. and they were, um, they were in competition with oil and gas companies that are, I think it was in New Mexico or Texas. Mm. So, uh, oh. the, the Southwest, you know, and, um, a local politician kind of like made an ordinance that said like, you have to look into both oil and gas and he, or electrician, like blocked it from making it more accessible. <sighs> bullshit. I know. This whole this whole Texas snowstorm thing, it I just had no idea how much the they did affect state legislation. I was like, wait, what? That is crazy. So I forget in these big energy states how much like here timber is like a dead industry. So we don't have like a predatory natural resource game in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exposed to those companies. I have like Intel and Amazon up here. And the timber industry barons are like bitter grandpas on the street yelling about Christian <laughs> shit now, right? Yes. So I, I forget that somewhere. it can interfere that much with legislation. That's fucking gross. Yeah, it's real rough. But I mean, you know, um, look, uh, say what you will about Biden. Um, I'm happy that things are moving in the direction that I was looking forward to moving. So let's see if they can get some shit done. They have to stop firing the children for saying something about weed. Yeah, and that's I was uh, I was gonna bring that up because your your latest your latest episode reminded me of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you guys talk about that? I can't remember. I remember Uh, maybe the newsletter. Maybe it wasn't a story yet. But on um, Broccoli Talk on your last episode, uh, what was it? Was like uh, cannabis and social media. Yeah. Yeah. And that expressing really yourself me. online and weed and censorship and the apps and yeah it's just crazy that they told the truth and they're getting punished now like all right they're gonna lie more at work now right it's a hostile work environment they're it's definitely so not gonna make me you know i i the young people are not gonna want to work for the government anymore now with shit like this Ugh. yeah and it's like the precedent it sets for just um for all like employers Right. That what does it say about somebody's cannabis use and like in their productivity? Oh, my God. And it said that there's some people on probation while they were their cases reviewed. What does that mean? Are you going to call their college roommate and ask what that? (laughs) Yeah. And then it said that, um, you know, some people had depending on when their last cannabis use was or last time they engaged in cannabis use, you know, depending on they would have to like work from home or work remotely. Um, in between like a certain amount of time. It didn't say the amount of time. Um, but I think the thing that's like crazy to me is that, you know, they, it seems that they had kind of told people that this would no longer be an issue. You know, it's like, it's not like a new rule that like, you know, this administration came with, but they said that they were kind of, kind of be more lax on the rules. In the research that I've done about it, I can't find anything that shows me like what the previous rule was and like what they kind of rolled back or what they I wonder how I wonder how many fucking meetings Biden was in during his senatorial career where he fucking shared a drink with Mitch McConnell like during business hours I mean there's alcohol I'm sure in everyone's office and everyone's office in the Capitol they got a bottle in their desk yeah yeah, just not that I'm making the parallels between that but I mean I think that alcohol use is way more insidious 
I mean, yeah. if we're talking about there being vulnerable to sharing state secrets, alcohol yeah. is much more at risk than right. cannabis use at night yeah. for your bad back. Yeah, and, exactly. And it had to cannabis do- makes you hella paranoid. I would tell nobody anything. <laughs> <laughs> it had to do with like security clearance, right? So it wasn't like everybody who had admitted to cannabis use was like fired, right? It, it was people who had a specific security clearance. But then again, like you said, it, like it makes the assumption that people who smoke cannabis or use cannabis are less, less trustworthy exactly. or have looser lips when, like, like you said, drunk people. Are not statistically ones. proven fact. That is crazy. Yeah. That's weird, oldie, timey shit. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it reminds me of things like even when um, Philando Castillo was murdered and like one mm. of the things the cops said that made him fear for his life was that he smelled like, you know, cannabis smoke or this cannabis. Um, just the... It, it, especially I think in the states that we live in and the, the way that we utilize cannabis, sometimes it's so easy to get so jaded and forget that that like still matters, you know, or that, right. or how negatively a lot of people still kind of view that and the ramifications because of the, the of their views for you could be is just so mind boggling. You know, it's just, I mean, fucking didn't, wait, did Kamala, too admit that she smoked no i think she just said that was that. so embarrassing for her it was like at the breakfast club she was like kind of pretended that she used to smoke back in the day yeah cool. and oh, like yeah. you know obama said that he smoked and like all oh, these yeah, other things. Gets so down. it's like it, like they were still you know she's still vice president but like somebody that's working in the administration because they admitted to the use it wasn't like something you found out that they lied about you know i could see that being something a, a, it was issue. something they tried to, you know, squash it a little bit and they were like, well, if they admitted to using it years ago, nothing happened to them. But it was even like from people from states where it's legal. Yeah. But again, it's it's also another reminder to all of us in recreational states, you know, that we're jaded that, oh, shit, that's right. It isn't federally legal. And that's still something that could, you know, fuck you up in some places. That's a good it point is. that I didn't even think about. I didn't even think of the law side in, in the in, in uh yeah, in because DC, well, I don't know what the cannabis laws are. Well, there. DC and DC, there's medical. Medical? Yeah. They definitely have medical. I don't know okay. if the rec, it we is legal know. there. I don't know if it started though, if the shops are open. Okay. But I think right. it is legal in DC. Yeah. There, there's some, there's some. That's form hilarious. Of I mean, that's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. That makes no sense. So I guess, yeah, when you're making it on the federal level, yeah, if you work I for guess a fe- it like makes sense from a weird like protocol bullshit standpoint, but we gotta be changing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, a complete total disappointment. Uh let's hopefully he remedies this situation. And now um, you know, Republicans are trying to get on this vibe now. They're trying to be like, oh yeah, maybe we were down for marijuana legalization. I know. Maybe we're okay with gay people getting married. Because they want to fucking steal voters. So we can't, yeah. we got to be on our shit. We have and to be. Republicans smoke weed and there are gay Republicans. Oh, 100%. Right. I mean, 100%. But yeah. they want to try to get that. They want to get the cultural voting block. They seem block. just so separate from their party. It's, or from their people. It's crazy. I think, right. I think, yeah. I don't know who the right and the left is anymore when politicians talk about them because I don't think they're talking about their people. They don't seem to be in touch with them. Right. Yeah, it's uh, they're kind of at odds. Well, I mean, well, I guess we'll see. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that was real bull- bullshitty on Biden. Yeah, I mean, I'm for sure never fucking getting a job with uh, this administration or any uh, no any like uh, federal shit anytime soon because 
my social media. My name is Stoney Jones. I can't (laughs) wait to get to a point in politics. I can't wait to get to a point where the first person, man or woman, has like nudes leaked and it is not a big deal because like half of the Senate has nudes out online because of the generation they were raised in. I can't fucking wait for that point. You hear to hear, mm. Lauren cannot wait for your nudes to uh, to not matter. <laughs> to not matter. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's so fucking. I hate when like you know like a celebrity's nudes come out, and then like the whole conversation becomes like, well, you never should have sent that. You should should have taken that photo and sent that. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like this whole victim blaming thing where it's like, like, yeah, man, we didn't know uh, MySpace and Facebook were right. fucking not secure at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, we it's thought it was. A- you guys gave us the us in college. You said it was like a college mm-hmm. ad. Thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when like uh, Facebook first like opened up towards my college. I was like, oh shit, I can get on there now. Totally. Let's go. I was like, my freshman year, like I can join. <laughs> yeah, same. And then cut to 2016. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, this is this is the point of the episode where I forget what I was talking about. I'm a little high now. Um. Oh, ball. Oh, bulls. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I, we can go to the queen of the week. I, I Oh, oh, back to uh, voter disenfranchisement. I just, you know, forgot. I mean, look, voter disenfranchisement, obviously in Georgia, they're trying to target a certain group of people, but it affects white voters too. It affects poor white voters. It affects all voters. So right. I just um, wanted to uh, remind people that that's all. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. I love that. Like, that's good. That's true. Stone, yeah, that's very important because you know, you know, it's a slippery slope. Everyone, let's just slippery put it that way. Slope. And, um, but you know, it's just I'm excited to see how it you know invitalizes people to fucking get out there and be like, guess what? We know, still going to be voting this election. Yeah, it's gonna. It's like I think it's like within 150 feet or something of a, a polling place. You can't have like you can have an un manned water station or something like i want to see people just just come in with truckloads of water just dropping it being like whoever you know just water. find those loopholes yeah or just at one at the 151st mark you're see, right but, out there on the way to the place but you know what's going to be so annoying is like you're going to see shit like you saw during the summer like black lives matter protests where there's like water stations and the cops come and just like pour the water out you know Damn, you're this right. Stupid. Let us be hopeful for so a moment. Wasteful. Well, sorry. <laughs> I just, hey, but to the best plan of attack is, is a realistic, like, thought of, like, you know, what you're we're right. going against, right? You're so mm-hmm. right. So, mm-hmm. so we're going to have the water in our, like, the next station, like, pull a blanket off, like, aha, cabas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Or it's, like, frozen so they can't pour it out. <laughs> uh-huh. you see there you go even better see this is the kind of stuff we wouldn't have thought of this innovation to bring that negativity in for a is moment it yeah, necessity right. is the beauty of in some shit invention or like the yeah. mother of invention yes. there it is there you go yeah yo one of those one of these water companies one of these water bar companies that like say they're you know of the people like cleaning canteen or something should do a tom situation where if you buy a water Didn't bottle then get we're sending... caught up in this in a bad way oh i think dasani was getting twitter hate like they they were i don't know i saw some twitter jokes that were something about dasani water bottles and relating to this voter thing and oh all right, God. I don't know. It's a mystery we'll have to solve. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the full story, but oh, I think Dasani's really? on the other end of that. 
groups in Georgia are calling for a ban on Coca-Cola, like to boycott. It was related oh. to that. That's it. That's it. Dasani okay, is Coca-Cola. So yeah. Oh, because Coke yes. funded the, was one of the f- people that helped fund the bill. Ah, uh, that's it. That's it. Look at they us. Like, about to go pour out all my Coca-Cola and thus Dasani water, something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Look, yeah. I already do my job. I don't drink Coca-Cola. I don't drink Dasani. That's mm-hmm. tap water, you guys. Yeah, Just do that either. I mean, I drink yeah. co- like Coke with, um, you know, sometimes we're like hungover. Coke's nice. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm, I've been hanging out for <laughs> a couple months, actually. Yes. Do you, wait, are you one of those people who dip your crust in, pizza, in Coke? No, what? that's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> okay, well, that's what I did as a child. Oh. I would dip my crust in Diet Coke. <laughs> diet coke you did a biscotti (laughs) thing (laughs) yeah is that a new jersey thing i don't know uh i've never i've never been met with appreciation or somebody saying oh i did that too no one has ever i'm (laughs) i feel bad because like your eyes lit up so big like i know finally because the best part is (laughs) we're just saying that pizza and coke is good like you know when you're having pizza and you drink a coke (laughs) take a bite and you drink some and how quick both of us were like <laughs> no absolutely that is not what i meant <laughs> oh well, i appreciate you sharing that intimate anecdote yeah. though you know and maybe there's somebody that's listening right now that's yeah, like, who's like whoa I'm that's exactly what i did because it's not us <laughs> <laughs> uh, what i do like i gotta say which i haven't had in years is i love a diet coke float I'm a, I, I, like float, coke than coke. I don't oh. like Diet Coke. I like no, a root beer float. Yeah, root beer float's yeah. nice. Float. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, like they're, you know, some, I think it's some like religious leaders in Georgia too are calling for a boycott because they haven't stepped up and criticized the uh, legislation. Mm. That's so funny. Yeah, I saw some, God, what was that one senator chick? I can't remember. Some blonde old woman who was like talking about we shouldn't be able to vote on Sundays because of the Sabbath or some shit. I think I, I saw something on That's Twitter. Another thing I can't wait for. I can't wait for God to just not be a part of. I can't wait for actual separation of church and state. <laughs> right, exactly. I look forward Girl. to that one day. Yeah. Right. That's so. That's a crazy. That's some crazy cult shit to say, lady. Yeah, and like, and like, even if that's what you believe, like, that's fair. That's that's. Don't go. You're not gonna go vote yeah, on Sunday. You don't have to vote I on res- Sunday. Exactly. I respect that. You know. Exactly. But to, to deny everybody else do your own the opportunity things. to vote on Sunday is like, just- ma'am, I don't do business meetings on full moons. Can we? Have a day of a holiday every full moon? No, ma'am. But that might be oh my, my religious belief, right? Yeah. It drives me yeah. nuts. It drives me nuts. Somebody also mentioned like a. Oh, first of all, she's a white lady. As a white person who grew up in church, our church is forty-five minutes. Okay, like I'm sorry, bitch. What are you? You're at church all day. I don't believe that. I don't <laughs> believe that. Yeah. Also, somebody on Twitter was like. Uh, um oh but you like you know people we could watch football all day you know it's the sabbath <laughs> you know it's right. crazy men, again majority men i mean i like football but i can't be watching football is literally on for like it eight is. hours on sundays oh my god I, and i used Full. to like work at the sports bar i used to hate sundays oh i bet i can't it imagine it was so annoying but i mean i make good money so i mean is your roommate i haven't had a male roommate in so long is are they like a football watching male 
Well, he just moved in a couple days ago, but he I don't think isn't. so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Nice. He asked me about Top Chef, so. That's, that's more like it yeah oh my gosh i'm just like remembering when i lived with men and it was like i think i just watched them play call of duty most of the time mm-hmm. yeah, i lived i lived with uh two brothers well actually in mm-hmm. college and they watched a lot of we watched a lot of sports i kind of got in i didn't get into basketball like i enjoy the group activity of watching sports and talking shit i know it is. the talking shit is so fun going to yeah, school in yeah. california right when the ducks were becoming a thing it was uh, so fun oh my god it was so fun <laughs> and the the oregon ducks for the is that hockey or what is that no that's like a cute mighty ducks wire cross that's happening in your brain right now that really confused me as a child i was like so are we a famous hockey team or not because there's that movie with that guy no uh (laughs) yes but um football football uvo in like the late yeah 2009 2010 they just like got good and then in like they like won the or they went to the final or some shit and hell if I'm yeah I don't care that much and I don't remember <laughs> anyone's names but it's really cool because I think that's had a huge factor in diversifying Oregon's population straight up because way more athletes and thus cool people of color from other states are applying to go to U of O because traditionally it's been like a pretty hippie right. environmental vibe so it's a lot of like white hippie environmentalists which is great but Mm -hmm. it's a very white state and i really think like the last few times i was going to eugene i'd stop in at dispensaries because my mom lives down there and there's not great weed south of eugene there is now but i was just like am i in the bay like (laughs) who are all of you people i was just like oh my god seeing women with like fake eyelashes it was just like new eugene felt different and so i'm grateful for that now i'm just ranting about oregon and i'm stoned (laughs) I mean, state pride. You do you. This oh, yeah. Is- we did have a New Jersey moment. I feel better. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, this is kind of <laughs> random, but since we're talking about um, U of O, did you guys see all that stuff about the women's college, uh, their NCAA, like women's college, like uh, facilities versus like the men's? Yes. Are they are they just way more funded and better and have no, beautiful like, locker rooms? Dude, or it's what? Like, so it's like imagine like a whole ballroom at a hotel that was like built into a, like a locker room, right? It had like all this I don't know like weight sets and but just imagine you looked at something like wow that looks like a well built out gym, right? Mm-hmm. And then literally the women's one was like a stack of dumbbells, a couple of like uh those balls you know like the like Wait, metal, medicine, balls? Balls? medicine balls and then like the, the bigger balls that you do i guess you do like crunches and shit on i don't know That's so <laughs> and it was like a closet it was like nothing compared nothing. to the other and one. they said it was because they had no space and then like the girl like there's this one chick from u of o who's like been doing all these tiktoks about it. she's like oh look at all this space they could have made and it, a hell of people saw it and then they oh, came and got them cool. like came and got them like a better fucking facility and um, even like their food or like where they're staying was like so different like i did not know that was an oregon thing which is extra fucked up because we're talking about nike money in every u of o sports program zero excuse absolutely zero i don't know yeah so i don't know if it was u of o who's responsible oh i think it was the ncaa who was like responsible for creating the facilities and then I guess also like women who are part of like, you know, everybody, each team has to have their own bubble. And like if a woman has like a child that she's like breastfeeding, that child counts as a part of their bubble, like as, you know, one of the numbers they're allowed to have. So like it would mean like 
either like another player or person on like the coaching staff like wouldn't be able to be in that bubble that doesn't wait well i know so if you're allowed to have like 10, so if you're allowed to have 10 people right and there's like 10 yeah. people, but one of the girls is breastfeeding or you know one of the coaches is breastfeeding it's gonna be like okay so you can either keep breastfeeding your baby and bring her or you can like shrink tell, your bubble Jesus. yeah tell this what does she think the, their, ba- their baby's going to that new jersey gym the baby's not going right. anywhere the baby's staying home yeah so just been oh, we just went on a random like since we're no so it was sporty. a good extra news bit yeah since mm-hmm. we're so sporty i just thought i'd uh, <laughs> mention that and but it's been cool to see like <clears throat> that now the you know the women's championships have gotten like a lot more um coverage and people are talking about it more it's cool yeah so it's just exciting to see i really agree oh the little the little Nas shoes are apparently nike but nike's like we have nothing to do with them they dropped a lawsuit already yeah they're today. not nike yeah it's like well well, well they're like nike shoes well, but i think it's like uh, a different collab somebody yeah. else took them yeah. and did a little customization action exactly so i hope this doesn't crack down on people who customize nikes and have like their side businesses like nah you it, know i don't think so cool um but our our queen of the week is lil nas x queen of the week queen of the week it's the queen of the week iconic the montero video is so good so fucking fun and artistic Oh yeah, my god! It was watching it today, watching it today cause, like you know, I've been seeing like all this stuff about how conservatives are like. Ah! I know. <laughs> so I was like watching it. I was like, this isn't even like this is fun and cool, but this isn't like crazy. Really not aggressively. Right. Like I was like waiting for him to like f- like fuck the devil. I was like, okay, so or, like eat a get- baby. Yeah, yeah. see some hardcore devil fucking. Like what is this? <laughs> and then I saw him give the devil a lap dance, and I was like. And then snap the devil's neck, which I thought they would rejoice over. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was very confused in the end. Like, I don't get well, it. Are you guys mad at? What are you and mad little, at? Lil Nas was like, I'm taking COVID so seriously. I'm going to be the devil. I'm going to be the snake. I'm going to give my own self head during COVID. So good. It was so good. <laughs> the whole Christy Nome thing, I did not know until you sent me. I don't know if you want to explain it to people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, Christy Nome. Oh, where are my, my notes? She's no, a. She's, she's like. Are you paying attention to the weed thing with her? She's no. She's fucking insane. She's psychotic. She's trying to reverse legislation in her own state that oh, people vote her. South Dakota. Yes. Yeah. She's like yeah, working yeah. hard, and they're. I think not gonna. I think it's not a strong enough. I don't know though. It is very disturbing to me and upsetting to me, and I'm like, man. Try to kidnap this lady and get her thrown out of here. You're trying to kidnap the wrong governor, y'all. She's psycho. You, um, she's wish- psycho, and she, she, um, she will be in the primaries. She will, she will run for president. Yeah, yeah. Ready for that so primary debate? So first, God. um, bruh. um, yeah, she tweeted. Yeah, him, like right? it's. Saying- but what I'm loving about what was that? Oh, sorry, go continue. Go ahead. What was that? T? As if she, she, what did she um, tweeted at him basically like yeah she tweeted him and she tweeted like a matthew whatever quote oh yeah yeah, whatever the fuck matthew is (laughs) i mean i know i was an apostle like um right 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 but uh but Lil Nas just wrote back like you're a whole governor and you want here tweeting about some damn shoes do your job oh yeah she tweeted like we're showing the kids that like uh devil shoes are exclusive or something yeah Yeah. not only it's okay it's cool hell no (laughs) 
or heck no. <laughs> Lil Nas out here sparking the next satanic panic. Also, she has the most like satanic. I'm trying to bust up that home kind of vibe about her. I like hate to be that woman, but Christy, you just rubbed me the absolute wrong way. Like completely going against your people's vote for legal weed is so old of you. And you've got this like young, hot country club angle thing and the hot, severe lady energy. And I just I'm like, you're like Cruella DeVille to me. I hate her. Yeah. She is. She's awful. I mean, for quick context, all right, like Lil Nas X came out with a, he wrote a letter to himself about coming out. It was very beautiful. Then he dropped this call me by your name collab. And um, y'all it's so spicy. It's, I love it. When he, when he went to heaven and then the, he was almost about to go to heaven, then slid down that pole. Mm. I, I, I lost it. I screamed. It was iconic. It was amazing. The pole slide was really nice. The pole slide to hell. Yeah. And it also, it also plays on the whole religion, people constantly uh, criticizing gay people and trying to stop them from getting married based on religious, you know, whatever it's ridiculous. So, you know what? Yeah. If all, if people like Lil Nas S are going to hell after they die, then I'm going to go there too and party. Well, I also like that. It was like, you know, he went to hell then I was like all right well if I'm gonna be in hell I might as well fucking run shit you know like he literally <laughs> took over hell like he was just like mm, guess this is mine now bye devil here's your little lap dance yeah. very like hustlers Jennifer Lopez-esque you know distract them and then he was like <laughs> <laughs> and then just took his shit like it was a hustler moment <laughs> and like for we he he like started the conversation around like making space for black people in country music and i'm so down to also like poke at the deeply christian part of country music like there is room for uh sarcastically satanic country music too like country does not have to be about god and abusive boyfriends in every single song like, i right. love what he's doing i think he's like saving that entire genre by associating himself with it he's so revolutionary and it's funny how like people come out with like this is not right for the children like the children they love old town country road like how could you do this to the children and he like tweeted back to somebody's like yeah i talk about cheating and being on lean in old country road like you let your kid listen to that this isn't on me like i don't make music for kids mm -hmm. you know right. like i'm not the wiggles if the wiggles came out with this video i'd be like mm, this is a little concerning <laughs> like i love that you know yeah. but it, it's like just yeah. Caitlin, you know who Caitlin Bennett is? She's she's oh she's itching to like be the next Tommy Lauren or whatever her hell the name God, is. God, I can't I stand that bitch. She's oh, <laughs> that is. she. What did she like? Brought her around. gun to school. Yeah, she could have. She could. It was like yeah. her right. And then then she's now she like goes around yeah. to like college campuses like gaslighting people, being like, well, "You believe in abortion?" And oh, what about guns? And you think this? And just you know, people are like, "You're a dumb bitch," you know. And then she now she has like security that goes with her. She just is just one of those annoying Candace Owen type of people who just you. like, you know, capitalize off the fact that they're contra controversy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so she, because I, I don't, I think in the letter, he maybe talked about like how his dad maybe wasn't open to him coming out of her. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But, um, but she tweeted at little Nas, like, um, do you still see your dad? 
very pointed. Like you don't. And then, and then little Nas said, yep. And I might fuck yours. Oh my God. That is so funny. Yeah. And then he like, I saw he, he like tweeted a like text from his dad. I love his Yeah. He's like, I watched the video. Like I got through the whole thing or something. He's like, it was something like, kind of like it was something or, you know, I'm like, yeah, like clearly not for if I had that music video. It clearly would not be for my parents either. That's so funny. I, I love also, that he shared that. Yeah. Fucking Candace Owen said something like, we make George Floyd an icon. We do this, we do that. And now we're yeah. uh, accepting Lil Nas X with his demon shoes. Yeah, she said like, uh, we make George Floyd a criminal drug addict, an icon. You know what? Like say, like, say what you will about George Floyd's background. He... The the so reason that he was shifted icon. into this, I know is we didn't make him an icon. We, see, we made him a fucking. Him. He's be, he's a fucking martyr because he was killed in a manner that no one should be killed by a government sanctioned employee. Yeah. So it doesn't, you know, you, how did who the fuck cares about his character? You know what I mean? At that point in time, yeah. so he was made a martyr, which you know, Can't whatever. I also, would. I know, I just. Listen, yeah, so like fuck Candace Owen that- against women, but maybe we'll like, see her at the primary like too. Bit, Who knows? Like a UFC Jeez. fight, both of us agreed in. Like I would really train right. because I would love yeah. <laughs> to have like a sanctioned fight. I'd love to see that. Oh my love gosh, she's like grifter of the decade award. Yeah, I mean, I just can't imagine what it must be like to fall into that niche and like have to play that persona because you know they're playing like a character so hard. Yeah, right? it's like, Ann Coulter. I mean, she was yeah. just like, oh. There's space for me. I'll just be a black Ann Coulter. And now she's stuck being a black Ann Coulter. Right. And people are going to get sick of that, like, bitter, hateful, constant, like, weird whatever. And then you, like, laugh and flip your hair. And it's like, isn't it funny I'm saying this and I'm, like, an attractive, mm. youngish woman? And right. that gets really old really fast. Yeah. I hope she's in a prison of her own mind. Oh, I bet she is. I bet she is. She has to be. She has to be. She has to be. Also, Caitlin Bennett replied to not. This is like so whatever. Like, I'm not trying to like make a war against right wing people, but like their logic is always just so backwards. What did she say? She said, Lil Nas just threatened to rape my dad. Sounds about what I'd expect. <laughs> Jesus. That is a that lot. Is- such a Caitlyn Bennett response. That is a hundred percent something this dumb is. bitch would say. Oh my god, Lauren, when you see her face, <laughs> <laughs> and like she just, she just, because she also like is one of those people that makes that kind of look like, hmm, like she thinks she like bested you, you know, like oh, oh. it's like I, I don't know, bitch, I, I just can't. But she feels like Caitlyn with a C. Is it with a C? No, with a K. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. yeah, I know. Um, wow. Okay. I'm yeah, she's already she getting. Like, wait, Caitlin Bennett is gay. I don't think that's her account. <laughs> 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 wait, is she on Instagram? I don't think that's her verified don't, account. She probably isn't on, because it's probably like liberal, like garbage. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> I think she's definitely on. This all happened on Twitter. I'm going to find her. That's um, so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. It's the worst. Dude. It's the worst. But I mean, you know what? Again, bravo for a little Nas. And it's always nice when people have the opportunity to like step and like fully be themselves. Um, I know. And you know what? Power tone. 
Yeah. If people don't want to buy your devil sneakers, they ain't going to buy them. But guess what? They did. They sold out in like a minute. Yeah. And they only did 666 yeah. pairs. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's so and they good. literally have a drop of human blood in there. <laughs> yeah. And apparently it's just like the people from like the office, like they all like, like some, cause I was reading some article and someone's like, well, how did you like extract the blood? And someone's like, oh, I mean, it wasn't very uh, professional, like medical, like. <laughs> oh my god it's imagine some people like just in some like office all high been like you like, know what if we did like a devil shoe and had a i know it's and- so it like kids around a ouija board energy <laughs> it's that's what it is that's, it's just right. like i put i think my phone number when i picked it in high school i was like i want that one because there were three sixes throughout <laughs> the number and i thought i was such a little badass at 16 like secretly having six six like i've listened to one marilyn manson song mom actually <laughs> <laughs> oh shit hilarious go little nas go little nas we lo- and you know and and with that go little nas thank you little nas <laughs> we love you and we love lauren for joining us today oh, was- thank you so much for having me on this has been super fun and looking forward to having one or both of y'all on the broccoli talk as well Okay. Yeah, we can't wait. And uh, you want to, where can we find you on socials? You want to yeah. throw uh, them out? Hit me up at Lauren Yoshiko on Instagram. And um, yeah, I'm kind of using Twitter again. So maybe go, maybe look there. That was a, a handle determined pre pen name establishment. So that's going to be at Lauren Y. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you should. Uh, I want to see some tweets to Caitlin Bennett from you. Just yeah, oh I my am. god, yeah. Once I find her account, I'm gonna be tweeting some random fan account. You're really coming back to Twitter <laughs> and this then, week. Uh, Lauren, how can people subscribe to the Broccoli Report? Oh, thank you. Yes, please. If anybody who's interested in the cannabis industry as an outsider, as an insider, as somebody who wants to know more about it because they're kind of curious about joining, I write a weekly industry newsletter called The Broccoli Report. And you can just go to, I think it's substack.broccoli.com. Monday newsletters are free. Friday newsletters uh, are for paid people. So it's like $8 a week or $80 or no, $8 a month. I'm stoned and $80 a year. But uh, it's really insightful. And sometimes it's like literally a Q&A about weed accounting for a business. And sometimes it's like we the other week we did four anonymous influencers like got really real about the kind of offers they get and what's a good offer, bad offer, what they actually want to get paid per post and what they demand. And um, so really helpful stuff. Uh, Check it out. Yeah, very intrigued in that one. Subscribe right now. Uh, and as always, guys, you can find us at highly underscore political. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, tell all of your friends, every single one. Just tell every single person you see about this podcast, you know, regardless if you think they'd be interested or not. Because just like Krispy uh, Kreme, all, all, <laughs> <laughs> all press is good press. Okay, uh-huh. That's exactly right. <laughs> all right, guys, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Highly political.